Good afternoon, Wyndham and Willimantic. It's Tuesday, June 20th, and you're listening to The Neighborhood. This is Anita Sebastian with my co-host, Ernie Eldridge. Ain't going to be long before the 4th of July is going to be here. That's right. I know. I think Wayne's going to have on... uh, uh, yep, that's who he's going to have. Uh, Charlie O'Brien's from the uh, rec department. I'm uh, talking about the parade. It's going to mm-hmm. be coming up. So it's only a couple of weeks, is it? I, even if it, yeah, about two weeks, I guess it is. So. But, and in um, July 2nd, there's a... There is a what? Concert on the Shabu stage. It's oh, the Coast Guard band. Oh, they're always good. They're always yes. good. They kind of play... Uh, Good uh, American type music. How's that? You know, uh, what do I want to say? Patriotic. Like, that's the word I needed. How's that? That's the word I needed. Thank you. So that was going to be on. And <clears throat> next Wednesday, a week from this Wednesday, we're going to have another. What are we going to have down at the Joseph House? We're going to be having Tavern Night. And the person- it's always very popular. I'll tell you that. The personality that we are going to be featuring is Francis Scott Key. And what did he do? Did he do anything special, I wonder? Uh-huh. Well, come and find out. Oh, okay. Francis Scott Key is, is a very notable person at the War of 1812. How's that? So, and we always salute whenever his music is played. How's that? Or his lyrics are played, I guess is the correct mm-hmm. term. So, <clears throat> I got a little frog in my throat here. Maybe, I don't know if it's Willie or Harry or Swifty or whoever it is. But anyhow, uh, thank you to... Uh, uh, Casella Waste for sponsoring our show and Matt Behind the Dials that always takes care of us and Willie Radio for allowing us to be on the air for 1400 AM and 95.3 FM and uh, it is a balmy night tonight and it's going to get worser. Is that a correct term? Worser? I, I don't know. Well it is in my vocabulary. How's that? My mother always said hi mom. My mom said I always had my own language so I guess I always speak my own language and people understand it though. I really do. So anyways, uh, Wayno was very nice this morning and the big story of course on the air is still the missing uh, uh, they call it a sub but it's not a sub is it Anita No it's really not a submarine at all it's no, really just a, a submersible okay it's a submersible but they keep on calling it the, now they're calling it the Titanic sub is what they're calling it but anyways that that is still missing that's that's a that's a tough one it really is but uh, Wayne had it on this morning of course because um, uh, on the news and uh, was talking about it and he said oh he talked about you and I and how we were out on the expedition in 1996 to try to race the piece of the Titanic and sat over the sink side and uh, watched them work on the ship and uh, you know met survivors and the whole nine yards and you know it, it's funny how people keep on saying to us well you know Titanic it sunk get over it you know but always seems there's something new isn't it about every year there's something something new something new comes about about titanic i don't know why it just is one of those ships that just keep on coming and coming back and coming back and coming back but anyway i've got to clear something out wayne i apologize this morning i said it was neil armstrong that was on the expedition with us and it wasn't it was who anita buzz aldrin buzz aldrin they both were on the moon how's that at one time and but buzz had gone down uh to uh the ocean floor there uh, to see Titanic, and he had, of course, been to the moon. So he'd been to moon and back. How's that? Mm-hmm. But, and uh, we were just discussing how it was $250,000 now to take that 
trip to Titanic, okay? Where when we were there in expedition, which like I said was 1996, uh, they wanted thirty thousand uh, dollars for it. So big difference, you know. Inflation. Inflation. <laughs> you know, I, I, back then we didn't have thirty thousand dollars, and there was two reasons why I didn't go. To be honest with you, one is I probably didn't have the thirty thousand dollars, and two that it'd be a cost of sixty because I wouldn't have done it without Anita because Anita and I do everything together. And the third thing was that it was a Russian submarine that was going to take you down. So I wasn't sure whether I really... A Russian submersible. Submersible. Uh, yeah, not submarines. So, so but, explain uh, the difference between a submarine and a submersible. A submersible has to have a mothership above it, and it leaves the mothership and goes down is what it does. It has enough propulsion to propulsion to go around whatever it's there, okay, like the Titanic and take pictures and do whatever, uh, and then come back up. But it has to come up to the mothership where a submarine can leave a port and then go out and then come back because I mean some submarines are under the ocean for oh god how many months I don't know a year or something for sometimes you know so but these uh, these trips were only supposed to be like 10 or 12 hours that's it which is probably enough in a submersible like that they said that this one is uh, and this is more modern than the ones we remember back in 96 how's that you know that were dropping off the side of the ship when we were there uh, and and they were do, doing the work, but yeah, um, and and it takes like two and a half hours to go down and mm-hmm. two and a half hours to come back up. Yep. So your time on the ocean floor is somewhat limited. But you know, it, it's interesting. I they they have uh, right now well, they're down to limited as far as uh, what they have for oxygen left in it. Uh, they have about 40 hours left now. I guess they had about 96 is what they figured was enough to be in there, okay? It's about the size of a minivan, I guess, inside is what it is. So, But if five people are in there, and it depends upon, I guess, how big the, the people are, let's put it that way, I would think. Uh, they're saying that maybe they're cross-legged sitting down in there, and they got like one little, one little hole to look out, you know, because the, the, the pressure is immense down there. People don't realize how, how immense the pressure is at 12,500 foot, you know? Uh, this submersible is supposed to be able to go down to uh, 13,000 feet, and it's one of the, uh, only a few that can go that low. Let's put it that way, without uh, getting crushed. And, and that's something John Tewitt has said this morning on the uh, on the news because he does the news in the morning. And he was saying, uh, Wayne was saying, well, if you had you know $250,000 or a lot of money, which none of us have, you know, would you uh, go down for a trip down there? And he says. Not after I watched the soda can go crush, you know, they, they demonstrated how it, it just implodes is what it does, you know, it doesn't explode, it implodes. And they're thinking that could have happened to the ship. Um, if you watch the Titanic movie, which was, what, 97, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, after the expedition. In fact, Wayne was talking about how uh, we had made national news, you and I did, because we were out on the expedition trying to raise a piece of the Titanic, and when we came back, uh, that was the hottest story right there was, you know, that these grave robbers, which were you and I and a bunch of other people, were trying to, uh, you know, raise the piece of the Titanic. And, and in fact, I was on Boston, too. Well, we both were on Boston TV there. Uh, they've, and I don't know why they always pick on me, but they picked on me anyways. And we were the grave robbers, but um, I don't think that way any longer. So, and And truth be told, the piece that we were trying to bring up had already been taken off the ship. It had fallen off the ship, right. broken off the ship. Yep. It was lying on the ocean floor. They had really, I don't think they have taken anything out of, all, out of the ship itself. Everything is on the ocean floor, all the dishes. And you know, we, we have a lot of memorabilia, or we have a lot of um, 
stuff like that. But uh, it, you know, the coal it was is what was one of the pieces that we owned off of there, and, and a couple other things. But um, they did not go inside the ship and tear tear things out. Is what they didn't do. So I think part of the reason that they don't really go inside the ship is because there are wires and pieces well, of. That's, metal that are hanging and all kinds of stuff the, like that the, the can get tangled this, in it. The owner in this company who is the one that owns this this Ocean Gate uh, Ocean Gate uh, firm here uh, was just saying that you know that he says that you know it's inherently uh, dangerous uh, doing these dives. There's just absolutely no doubt about it. And and in fact, if you watch the movie where I was going with it, uh, one of the subs got tangled up and got caught there and uh, and imploded is what happened in the movie uh, Titanic. So, uh, you know, it's not impossible for that. There's there's lots of, you know, like I said, we were able to watch via a camera all the stuff that was happening underneath the water. And it's amazing how many cables, how many this, how many that, even, even the... Uh, um, crustaceans is that a correct term mm. okay that are that's off of the titanic you just get near them and they they just you know just fall off and fall on you and, and onto the submarine or onto the submersible and um, uh, ca cause problems as such but like i said he was saying that it's just inherently you know you gotta you gotta use your own brain you know it's like driving a car for goodness sakes you know he was saying that you know if you see an overhang don't go under it if you see a net don't go near it. You know, if you see cables, stay away from it. But, but if you, you know, if you feel that you don't want to go, <laughs> stay in bed if you if you really worry that you're going to have some kind of an accident. I mean, there there's people out there that are that way. You know, we you don't want to drive in your car because everybody's crazy on the road. Well, you're not going to go anywhere. Then is is the problem. So, but yes, it's kind of interesting. the The name of this submersible uh, <laughs> is Titan. Titan. And if Folks, you if you think of what material it's made out of yeah. it's made out of titanium so there's one possibility of where they got the name sure titanium and it said some kind of a um, twisted carbon right carbon fiber which they use in a lot of, of race cars and fancy cars carbon fiber because it's really quite light okay but it's really durable or very strong let's put it that way you see a lot of hoods and fenders and stuff made on some of these little cars that run around here the Oh, what do you want to call them? Eh, little rice grinders there. I, I'm trying to. Yeah, that's all I can think of, you know. But, uh, but, but the real, the the, the real kicker, the about real the kicker Titan. about it. If if you ever read about Titanic, and there are Titanic people out there, there's collectors. And in fact, we had just done a talk over in a school uh, in Massachusetts just here, just a few weeks ago. Well, maybe a month ago, as such. And uh, there was one kid that the parent wrote a note after we did our presentation. And it was a great note, you know. It basically said something like, you know, my, my son uh, Johnny or whatever, it wasn't his name, but, you know, was just absolutely thrilled about doing the, this Titanic talk. He couldn't, he just couldn't, he couldn't breathe when he got into the, you know, to the display and stuff like that. And, and they thanked us for doing it is what they did. So that's kind of why we do it. But uh, it's interesting that, um, and I've, I kind of lost my track here. Yeah, Go ahead. you want to explain about the name Titan. Oh, Titan. So anyways, if you read about Titanic, <clears throat> it's uh, interesting. Back in about 1890s, okay, there was a gentleman who wrote a book, okay, about a ship that was just like Titanic. It hit an iceberg. Everybody died. Uh, no one was saved on that one. And uh, that is sank. A luxury ship. A luxury ship. The whole night, just like Titanic, okay? And its name was 
Titan. So I would not. I I don't think that if they said, "Hey, Ern, you want to go down to a submersible on name Titan?" I think no, I don't think so. I mean, it's already predestined that that, that name really. You know, is synonymous it, to disaster, disaster with Titanic. Yeah, yeah it's so, got strikes against it for sure. I, you know, I, I don't mean to laugh. I get in trouble sometimes. Some people are listening to the show and say, oh, he's laughing about some disaster type thing. But uh, this is a sad scenario. There's no doubt about it that this, this uh, ship is lost. You know, yeah, it, what, it, and it surprises me the way technology is as far as spacecraft goes. Mm-hmm. Now, you think of the space station, it's up there. They don't have big tanks of oxygen. There's got to be some way that they have machinery that recycles or cleanses mm-hmm. whatever air is in that capsule, right. okay, in the space station. You would have thought that they would have adapted something similar to be able to go into a submersible. Well, you know, Anita, I guess if you look at the whole story about this uh, submersible here, and that they use a $30, $30 Game Boy uh, control thing to control the ship, you know, a double double stick. I'm trying to think what they actually call it. Let's see what they got here. Uh, let's see. Oh, the Xbox. Yeah, it's, it's something like that, Matt. But anyways, they use this technology, which is, you know, they use for a submarine missing near Titanic. Use $30 Logitech Game pad for steering is what it is so it's like a double toggle type thing you know to to steer the ship they were saying that the boat doesn't really meet any kind of regulations okay is what it is especially for having this as the steering and then they use just they had i think they used some lights off of a camper or something that they bought off a camper world or something that they they put in this submersible as such so it's you know here i am laughing and i shouldn't be but uh it's just amazing how it just um you know kind of Boggles the mind that, you yes, know, that it, does uh, boggle it boggles the mind. The mind. But uh, and and they've lost, like I said, radio contact, which is terrible. You know what? What? And I, I've been reading a lot on this in the last day. Let's put it that way. Uh, in fact, today I'm probably that's probably why I'm tired because I've been reading a lot uh, about this. But I was surprised that they aren't on the Titanic with something saying, "Oh, they're not here." You know, because I have a feeling that they're tangled on Titanic. I really do. I feel as though they have gone down there. They've gotten tangled in some kind of wire, some kind of net, some kind of something on the Titanic. And they're stuck there is what they are. And uh, the only the only other scenario, I guess, is or what could happen is if it imploded. You know, if it had a problem and it imploded. And I guess, you know, if, if the, the, the worst case, the best case scenario for... If they're not going to make it, is that's the best case scenario that they just didn't know what happened? They're gone. You know, it's like a split second decision. You'd think that something would have floated to the surface if that happened. Well, this, you know, this ship is but, is built to uh, go ahead. You but but if it up. but if it imploded, there there should be, I don't know, some kind of fluids or something that you would might almost think so, wouldn't you? Come up to the surface. You would almost think so. Or some parts or yeah. something. Well, this is supposed to. I mean, it is supposed to float to the surface if something goes wrong, even if it has no power, even if it has nothing. How's that? You know, uh, it, uh, it it will float to the surface, and I guess that's why they're looking around in the surface for it, thinking that. 
that it came to the surface and it floated away because of the currents, you know. I mean, in fact, you know, you, you think about it, uh, when they went out to pick up the bodies from Titanic, uh, which, you know, 1912 there, which was probably about five days after Titanic sank, <clears throat> some of those bodies were 50-some-odd miles away. Uh, you know, they had floated that far with the current, you know, and, and, and the ships are going to where Titanic sank and, and saying, oh, there's no bodies here, there really isn't anything here, and all of a sudden they just kind of, what they did is they shut down the ship and, and allowed it to coast is what they did, or allowed it to, I guess that's the correct term, uh, float, float wherever it went with the current. And sure enough, here they come upon a, a whole bunch of bodies. So well, I guess that's why they're searching what really, they're doing. What's really sad is that even if it did get to the surface, they couldn't get out oh, yeah, because isn't that something? it's bolted shut from the yep, outside. Yep, you can't, you can't just, you know, like they show on a submarine where you can turn a knob and go out through the, whatever through the, the tower, hatch, you yeah. know, so... But, uh, yeah, so they said that even if they find it, hopefully they'll find it even if it's floating around. But they feel as though that it is not out there floating around, that something is wrong. So, But, you know, it just it, it kind of baffled me. Like I said, I've done a lot of reading, which you have also, <clears throat> that they haven't dove the Titanic, okay? They haven't dove it sent, somehow. Sent cameras or something like the little bots that they right the show. bots yeah exactly right yeah I'm trying to think of the name of the bots I can't think that James Cameron had but James Cameron had uh, had talked about about this you know and he has dove it quite a few times uh, dived it dove it whatever I guess is gone great, down there to look yeah, at look it. at it you know quite a few <laughs> times which I guess he's an undersea guy that does a lot of things so but uh, you know I but they're saying that. It takes many days to get the machinery there, okay? And it isn't, you know, it just isn't there. And I'm sure that the U.S. Navy doesn't own it. Someone else owns it is what they do. So I do hope they find it, and I hope that everybody is well. That would be a story that would be just, we could tell the kids when we do Titanic. That would be another story we could tell. So, And I don't want this, like I said, sometimes I catch the devil for laughing a lot, but this isn't a laughing story. But it's kind of silly sometimes what people do. So Nita, we're down to our last minute, I think somewhere around there so why don't you get us up folks thank you for listening to us tonight and uh god bless and let's hope that uh, they find these folks that's for sure don't forget there's third thursday this week no it was last week is already no. gone baby yeah it was, it was, it was last it was, week it was thursday yeah we no, have gene right. on you that's silly right. goose in the newspaper they had an advertisement for it Go for it. Get us out of here. Chronicle here. Goofing me up. <laughs> this is Anita Sebastian for my co-host, Ernie Eldridge, reminding everyone that, uh, oh, there's lots of things happening in Willimantic. Summer's starting, folks. Stay safe. Sweet dreams, Bunky. Okie dokie, Loki. <laughs>